0: Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy podcast show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some of the hidden dangers of trichlor, some that aren't quite as hidden, and some things to really know about using trichlor in your pool Pool Service Pro. Open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Someone asked me recently if they could make trichlor tablets without cyanuric acid. And you may know, you may not know this. This may be new to you. It may not be, but the main ingredient of Triclor tablets is cyanuric acid because that's kind of what it is. The chemical name is trichloro s trietrione and basically, you know, about 60% or 50 or 60% of the Triclor is cyanuric acid. And that's basically what it is and how they make it. So, you can't really make the trichlor tablets without cyanuric acid. It'd be like trying to bake a cake without flour. That's kind of a main ingredient. And one of those things that you just have to be aware of when you're using tablets, or even the trichlor shock, or the granular trichlor, is that it's going to be adding cyanuric acid to your pool at some pretty serious levels. And I've gone over this before in separate podcasts about cyanuric acid. not going to spend too much time here talking about it. Just kind of think about it logically. That if you have a 50 pound bucket of trichlor tablets you're going to add over 25 pounds of cyanuric acid to your pool so depending on your pool size in most cases that will be overdosing your pool on cyanuric acid because the recommended dosage is about 50 parts per million maybe up to 80 parts per million but anything over that is considered overdosing the pool of cyanuric acid and this will just require you to add more and more chlorine to make it effective in the pool There's really no, I guess, health hazard to it, just the fact that you have to add more chlorine to the pool, and it makes it harder to maintain the pool because then you can have algae outbreaks, even with a higher chlorine reading in the pool because the cyanuric acid makes the chlorine less effective for many reasons, and you can, of course, pull up a podcast where I talk with Bob Lowry about, you know, the high cyanuric acid and the effects it has in the pool. So I would say that's not a hidden danger of trichlor because that's basically what the main ingredient is. it you be like making a cake and someone's saying, hey, this cake is really sweet, well, one of the ingredients in there is sugar, so there's nothing you can do about it, and it shouldn't be a mystery that cake is sweet and trichlor adds cyanuric acid to the pool at a higher level than what you normally would think would add it because of the weight you know, per tablet that you're putting in the pool. Trichlor also has a low pH, you know, under 4, I guess closer to 2 in some cases. And this low pH will also affect certain pool types, vinyl and fiberglass pools, where there's no real acid demand. You're going to have the pH drifting down dramatically in these pool types or surface types. It'll keep the pH fairly stable in a plaster pool, but know that it definitely has a low pH. So there are some dangers of putting trichlor tablets in certain locations. So if you have a floater in your pool, if you have the floater sitting over your first your step area, the first step, it's probably going to get a stain of some sort because if you look at the floater, it has these vents in it that lets the trichlor out into the water. If that's sitting directly over the pool step, you're going to actually burn that step with the trichlor. So definitely if you have a floater in the pool, you want to tie it to near the skimmer, usually on the skimmer lid is a a safe place to tie it. And that way it's not rubbing against the step of the pool and causing that burn there. If your floater were to break or if the kids are swimming in the pool they knock the floater over and the tablet falls to the bottom. More than likely if it's down there for any length of time, it's going to leave a burn mark in the bottom of the pool. And that's the acid reacting with the pool surface. It could even be reacting with metals in the pool surface making it a dark black stain. Usually it's like a brown or yellow, you know, like a dark yellow stain and definitely in like a rust stain type thing. And you can't really remove it effectively. I've tried different methods to get rid of it. Now, of course, if it is reacting with the metal, sometimes a sequestering agent or a metal stain remover. You may want to try the Biodex Aquadex 50. I've had pretty good success with that on the first step of the pool with removing the stain from Trichlor. Again, that's the Biodex. Biodex, Aquadex 50, to me it's one of the most effective stain removers out there. I've tried it in different situations and it seems to work fairly decent with trichlor stain, so you can give that a shot. It may or may not work. I've also rubbed off the trichlor stain on a plaster pool with a device called the stain eraser, and this attaches to your pool pole. It's kind of like a rough sandpaper material, kind of rubbery, not exactly sure what it's made out of, but sometimes you can actually rub that stain a little bit to lighten it up on certain pool surfaces. Now if the surface is really dark, you may not be able to do too much or colored plaster, but you may be able to rub it and make it a little bit lighter. Over time, it may fade a little bit and kind of blend in, but basically you're gonna have a circular stain at the bottom of the pool for a very long time if the trichlor tablet falls in there and lands on the bottom. And since it is such a low pH product, you don't want to put trichlor tablets in the skimmer This could definitely damage the heat elements in there, the heat exchange in a heater. Now, if you have no heater, I guess you can get away with it, but I've seen filters where the metal parts inside the filter or the stainless steel parts have actually rusted from the low pH of a trichlor tablet in a skimmer, Now, I don't know if the stainless steel was maybe defective. It's not supposed to do that, but there's all different levels of stainless steel or grades of them. And it could be a contributing factor with the trichlor tablet in the skimmer. Basically, a low pH is not good for your equipment. So even without a heater, it could damage other components in your filter. I've also seen streaks from the return lines from the trichlor being in the skimmer. And you're going to see some discoloration coming out of the return lines of the pool. And this sometimes is due to the trichlor being put into the skimmer for a very long period of time. To me, it's just something that you don't want to do. There's really no reason to put it in the skimmer. Even if you have a salt pool where the salt system is not working, simply get a floater. They're like eight or ten bucks. Put the tablets in the floater. That way you're not putting directly into the skimmer. If you have a pool route where the customer salt system isn't working for whatever reason, just put a floater in the pool. Let them know that you're gonna use trichlor tablets for a period of time until that salt water system gets back online. I think you know the offline chlorinators are probably better because then you'll avoid all the problems I mentioned about the step being stained by the tablet and also the tablet falling out into the pool. So you can get a Rainbow 300 offline chlorinator. They're fairly inexpensive and they're really easy to install. You just drill the hole and put the tubing in there. So it's a simple product to put in. Now there are some dangers with the offline chlorinators and the most popular ones are of course the Pentair Rainbow Chlorinators, one of the things that happens a lot with the 300 Offline Chlorinator on the bottom is this little elbow piece that acts like a check valve. There's like a little BB in there, a pellet, plastic BB in there, and this acts as a check valve, so when the pool turns off, it's supposed to stop the chlorine from going back into the system, and it's the Pentair R17272, which is a little tiny 90 degree tubing fitting, But this gets clogged up, so carry a few of these on your truck if you do pool service with these 300 chlorinators on your route and just swap those elbows out. You can't really clean them. I've talked to Pentair about it. They've given me different methods that I can clean them with, and none of them have worked, so I just throw them away and replace them. But what happens is that all the tablets will stay inside the chlorinator. It won't dissolve into the pool because they're being kind of blocked by this little plastic BB check valve that's supposed to be moving, and it's not. So when you go to open up the lid... You think it's empty, but it's full of these tablets that have not dissolved. And the gas from these tablets can be very overpowering. In fact, it can even damage your lungs. I had someone in my group where this happened when a tablet, 3-inch chlorine tablet bucket got full of water. The the lid wasn't on properly. It was a new service account. He went to open the lid to get a tablet out. And basically, the fumes overwhelmed him so much that it actually damaged his lungs. He went to the doctor... And they had him on a lot of medication and treatment for the lung damage caused by just opening up the 50-pound bucket that had some water in it. And the fumes from that just, you know, hurt his lungs to a point where he had to take medical, get medical treatment. So definitely the 300 offline chlorinator could have the same effect when you take that top off. And if the tablets haven't been dissolving into the pool, you can get the same kind of overpowering chemical dose of it that will cause you to cough and gag and heave and, you know, double over. And I've actually had this happen to me before, so I know what happens when you get this big whiff of this trichloride that's been in the water where the tablets haven't dissolved. Or when you open a bucket of tablets where there's some water in there. It's just an overpowering and dangerous event that could happen out there. So be very cautious. If you're a homeowner and you're using 3-inch tablets, make sure that lid is on there tight if the lid doesn't seem like it's uh, water-sealed tight, put a trash bag over it, whatever you can do to make sure no water gets in there. And same with the offline or online chlorinators, the 320 or 300. Even the Hayward ones also can have a lot of toxic fumes in there. I definitely open these up with my head away from the chlorinator just in case that elbow has failed in a 300 chlorinator and the tablets haven't dissolved. With the 320 chlorinator online, There's a lot of issues with flow, and depending on how it's plumbed in, it may not get enough flow in there to kind of dissolve the tablets either. So when you open a Rainbow 320 chlorinator that's in line on the plumbing, you may have the same effect because the tablets aren't melting in there or dissolving in there, I should say, and you could have that big chemical buildup. So just be aware that the trichlor tablets, if they're in an enclosed area, like a bucket or the chlorinator, and there's they get wet but then there's also air in there without water. You're definitely going to get that big plume of chemical smell, and it could be overpowering and quite dangerous. And one last thing you never want to do with trichlor is mix it with calhypo because it could be extremely explosive. So if you're switching from trichlor tablets to calhypo tablets, you can't use the offline or inline chlorinators that were made for the trichlor because basically all the, you know, the sides of those uh, chlorinators are lined with trichloride. So, if you put calhypo tablets in there, it's going to cause an explosion more than likely. Besides that, they won't dissolve properly because of the flow needed for the calhypo tablets to dissolve. Same thing, you can't put a calhypo tablet in a floater that hides trichlor in it. It won't dissolve properly anyway, and it could cause an explosion. You don't want to pour um, calhypo powder, you know over trichlor tablets. So if you say have trichlor tablets in the skimmer and you pour a bag of cal hypo on top of it, you put the skimmer lid on, there's a chance that it could actually blow right off. And it's really explosive. So Calhypo and Trichlor don't mix. So you shouldn't have the trichlor tablet in the skimmer anyway in the first place if you were listening to the first part of this about it being low in pH But if you do mix the chemicals together, I can't think of any other way they would come together. You wouldn't want to pour the calhypo into the, you know, trichlor floater, but definitely you want to avoid mixing trichlor with calhypo because it definitely could cause an chemical explosion. And I want to touch briefly on the granular trichlor. We use a lot in the industry to fight black algae and also other kinds of algae that are aggressive. And HASA makes the algae ban. And of course, Pool season has their own um, trichlor mix or granular, and I think it's highly effective against certain types of algae. If you have a pool where you're having really aggressive mustard algae, you've shocked the pool, you've brought the corn level up to 30 parts per million, you brushed the heck out of it with a steel brush, and you still can't get rid of it. If it's a white plaster pool or, or an older color plaster pool, you may want to try The Algae Band by Hassa, which is basically, you know, 99% trichlor granular. And you want to sprinkle that over the algae. So for black algae, this is really great. It definitely will um, kill the black algae if it's landing on top of it. And, of course, the aggressive mustard algae or green algae, it'll definitely kill it. Now, one of the things you have to know about the granular trichlor, you know, the tablets can stain the pool and leave circular stains trichlor granular if you let it pile up in certain areas. And the most common area where you're going to get the staining is the slope of the pool where the bottom is kind of going up towards the wall and you have that kind of slope. So if it piles up there, it could leave a brown stain all the way around the slope. So the best way to use the trichlor is to use it sparingly. When you sprinkle it in, you're going to just give it a light sprinkling. You don't really need a lot of it to kill the algae, believe it or not. And so if you just give it a light sprinkling and you want not let it pile up in certain areas, it definitely will get rid of the algae just by being in the pool. Another caution when you're using the granular trichlor, it's going to cause some dust when you throw it in there. So you definitely want to wear a mask. You want to wear at least an N98 mask to protect yourself from the trichlor uh, fumes from the dust as, you, as you're sprinkling it into the pool. Of course, you want to wear gloves when you're handling the trichlor granular you want to wear gloves when you're handling the trichlor tablet. I was talking to Bob in a, another podcast about someone I knew who that had worked in a trichlor factory and he had, I don't know if I can not remember if he misplaced them or he took them home, but he took the gloves that you're supposed to use and he didn't have them. So he took some rubber kitchen gloves, put those on and worked all day in the trichlor factory. And then the next day or in the evening, his hands were all burned from the trichlor. So definitely you want to wear you know, I wear nitrile gloves there. I get them on Amazon. I used to get the Wells and gloves, but they're hard to get sometimes. So I just get um, these gloves on Amazon. I can give you the link if you want a pair of these gloves. Just email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com, and I'll give you the link for the work gloves that I use out there for the chemicals. But definitely want to handle these with care and with gloves. And so when you're doing the trichlor, granular trichlor treatment, wear a mask because of course, you're going to get that dust, and don't do it on a windy day, or if you're going to do it, do it in the morning when it's not too windy, or whatever time of day is not windy when you're doing the treatment is best. Don't let it pile up. You don't want to use it on a fiberglass or vinyl pool. I would even say I wouldn't use it in a Pebble Tech pool for algae, because the trichlor can definitely stain the Pebble Tech, even though it's a very durable surface. It can still be stained by the trichlor. So for a Pebble Tech pool, I like treating black algae or aggressive green algae, with Calhypo instead, is safer to use in Pebble Tech. But in a white plaster pool, which is pretty common in most areas, in an older plaster pool, if it's colored, you can, of course, use the trichlor too because the color is going to be all modeled anyway in all different shades, so it's not going to make a big difference. Definitely, trichlor granular is my go-to chemical to treat aggressive algae and black algae. Even for a green pool cleanup, you can use the granular trichlor. Again, the rule of letting it pile up, It's definitely something you have to consider. Now when I say a pile, it's like if you have the trichlor granular on the bottom of the pool. And it looks like kitty litter kind of piled up together. You definitely want to get your brush and spread that out. So you don't want any kind of like kitty litter piles in the bottom of the pool. I guess that's the only thing I can think of on the spot. And basically you just want to have it, you know, if you were fertilizing your lawn. And kind of how you kind of spread the fertilizer pellets out. It's kind of how you want to do it in the pool with a granular trichlor doesn't really need to be the whole bottom covered in it. As long as it's on the bottom in certain areas, it's going to kill the algae, definitely. And it will kill the black algae. You want to also put a note on that pool. If you're treating a pool for black algae and you think that they're going to swim in that pool, you want to put a note on there saying they can't swim for a week. If you have a 15,000-gallon pool and you put in just 3 pounds of the granular trichlor, you're going to raise that chlorine level to about 30 parts per million, So if you put five pounds in that fifteen thousand gallon pool to treat the black algae, you've raised the chlorine level to like fifty or sixty parts per million. Definitely very toxic at that level, and you don't want to be swimming in a pool with that much chlorine in it. So definitely use the granular trichlor with caution because it could stain it. Just could stain a pool just like the tablets that I mentioned. And the granular trichlor should only be used for black algae, aggressive yellow algae. And green algae, you shouldn't use it as a weekly sanitizer because of the hazard of its staining. Plus, of course, it's trichlor, so it has, you know, 60% of the 10-pound bucket of the band is cyanuric acid. And so you're adding cyanuric acid to the water as you're doing the black algae or green algae or yellow algae treatment. My suggestion to you, if you're going to try to use the granular trichlor on your route, is to find one of your pools on your route that's older. Maybe the plaster's chipped already. It's just a pool that is a real old plaster pool that no one really cares about. And you can definitely experiment on this pool with your ability to spread the trichlor out without staining it. And I've had a couple of these pools on my route where I've done some really good experiments on them to kind of see how much trichlor is necessary to pile up. And again, the kitty litter analogy is probably the best one, because if you have it and it looks like that, then you're basically putting way too much in there. And I'm talking about a small pile, not like a giant pile of it, but any kind of piling up will cause the staining. So I definitely would practice, because there is a learning curve when you're using the granular trichlor. It is highly effective, but you have the potential to stain the surface if you don't use it correct. And I think this pretty much covers the hidden dangers of trichlor, plus the ones that aren't so hidden. I think staining is the biggest hidden danger, especially in a floater. If you've ever taken over a service account and the customer is like, hey, why does my first step have this brown stain on it? And you can almost see the outline of the floater in the stain where it was just sitting on the step and then the clean areas where the floater actually sat on the bottom and then the area where it's kind of burned with the brown mark is from the triclor coming out of those little vents on there. Definitely try the um, biodex aquadex 50 get a quart of it pour it directly over the step and see if it has any effect i've had some good success and i've poured it sometimes where it did nothing so it just depends on the stain and how old it is i guess also but basically once you have a stain like that there's not much you can do except drain the pool and acid wash it which basically takes off that first layer of plaster and unless you really want to do that, I mean, for a step, it's not a big deal. You could probably even get a, a sump pump and drain the pool down below the first step and do a light acid wash on there. Um, you have to drain like six inches of water out of the pool. But that's the possibility. I don't think I would drain the whole pool down just for the top step. But definitely, you're going to see those kind of stains. And if they fall out, you're going to see those stains also on the bottom. Using the tablets in the skimmer will definitely damage the parts of the heater and maybe other equipment if you don't have a heater. So definitely don't put them in the skimmer. It can also stain the surface coming out of the return jets. So I definitely would avoid using the tablet in a skimmer. And know of course that one of the main ingredients of the trichlor tablet is cyanuric acid. So definitely use the trichlor with caution. Wear gloves. Again, if you want the gloves that I wear on my route when I handle chemicals, email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com. And I'll shoot you over the Amazon link to those gloves so you can wear those. And definitely remember that if the trichlor is exposed to water and then there's no water in there but there's air in there with the trichlor, you're definitely going to get that toxic gas release either from the tablet bucket itself or from an offline or inline chlorinator. And I did mention that I recorded several podcasts on high acid. You can go to my website, swimmingpolearning.com on the banner, click on the podcast icon That'll take you to the podcast website where you can actually type in, you know, cyanuric acid or CYA in the search box. And all the podcasts that I recorded on high cyanuric acid will pop up there. You can listen to those at your leisure. If you're in the industry and you're looking to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining, including a discount on your journal liability, liability insurance through SPA. And definitely that's a great benefit. Plus you can text me. And also join the Group Me app that I have there. Uh, so, a lot of things, a lot of benefits for joining. You can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah. Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at get skimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.